Welcome to the Created Woman Podcast, where faith meets fashion. This show is for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs, and of course, fashionistas. I want to help you discover your God-sized dream and purpose, because as created women, we are called to create for the good of others. So let's take the journey together. This is the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Hey, friends. We wanted to bring back our show with Melissa Grant because as we sit in quarantine pretty much everywhere, we wanted to find a way to continue to equip and empower women in a way that helps during this season. So, of course, we are still publishing fresh devotionals weekly on our website and our devotional books are still available for purchase. But in addition to all of that, we began interviewing women-owned businesses on Instagram Live twice a week to talk about how they are pursuing their business in this season and how we can help. Well, we noticed many of you are using this time to reorganize your business or maybe launch new ones and get all the behind the scenes done right now. Our podcast with Melissa was actually episode number nine, but we brought it back because we dive into how to write a business plan, launch a business, and all things entrepreneurship. Ladies, I honestly believe that as we sit in this season of reset, there are God-sized steps we can take to get ready and organize the overwhelmed. I hope this podcast blesses you and you're all staying safe and doing well. Well, you have all this business experience, and it's a big reason why um, that you're on the board. And what we're seeing within our own community and tribe is that as we help women launch dreams and find their purpose, lots of those women are um, launching into opening, starting their own business. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's just these big things. And so you can cheer people on all day long and say, go girl, launch those dreams. And um, But when it comes down to it, there's some practical things um, that you need to do in order, that, in, in order to do that. And even for us as an organization, we're launching the for-profit side, the CW Collection, and I'm in the midst of writing business plans, and it's I've never done it. It's over my head. It's scary. It's scary. Um, and, you know, I thought about this the other day. You know, my favorite verse that I've said for years and tell the team all the time is Habakkuk 2.3, write it down, make it plain so that whoever reads it can run with it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm still writing it down, but in a way that – is not journaling, but it has to be so clear mm-hmm. about the vision and the purpose and the marketing, the funding, that I'm just I'm just doing that scripture more that I've loved in a whole new way, but it's scary, and I don't know how. And you are offering that support, and so I think a lot of women have the same questions I do, um, and it, it's it's that in between of yes yes God, yeah. and then but how. And, you know, and there is that fine line of waiting on the how. God does reveal that, and I know that I've been in that season. But for those women and that are listening that are in the how or even that's going to be in the future, I want to speak to those women because you have launched businesses. You're launching businesses right now, and you're so smart in doing that. So let's just dive into it. Well, the biggest thing is we're all scared. Yeah. And I don't care who you are or how many businesses you've launched. I think we all have that self-doubt. Mm-hmm. So what I constantly have to remind myself, and it's written on my mirror, and I, mm-hmm. I have it on random pieces of paper, is we are fearfully and wonderfully yeah. made. 
and we can't let go of that. Mm -hmm. And when we have let self-doubt or Satan tell us we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not, you know, pretty enough, whatever creeps into our mind as women, we have to never forget that. And we also have to be afraid to fail. Yes. So many people are interested in your now, they forget Mm -hmm. the how. Oh, that's so good. And our how is a whole lot of falling on our face, a whole lot of no's, a whole lot of self-doubt, a whole lot of great girlfriends listening, Mm -hmm. a whole lot of patience from your friends and your family and your spouse and your kids, if you have kids too. Mm -hmm. So your how, and it's a little bit different for everybody. You have to have a purpose. You have Mm -hmm. to be intentional. And it has to be more than a hobby. I have a lot of women come to me and they have these dreams but at the end of the day, that's just a hobby. And, and, and so that's, how do you tell the difference? You kind of tell the difference with their passion and if it's just mm-hmm. kind of a spur of the moment thing. But if this is something that's been in their heart since they've been in high school and in college, yeah. and you can tell they eat, sleep, walk, yeah. dream this, that's more than a hobby. A yeah. hobby is all of a sudden the latest trend or I want to mm-hmm. do this or I saw this blogger and I want to do this. Oh my gosh, I just got wet, married and now I'm going to be a wedding yeah. planner. Like. <laughs> probably yeah, a hobby that's a hobby i mean you know but now yeah. if you've been help planning which nothing's wrong with that but you don't need a business wrong plan for with it. that you don't that's what you do on nights and weekends for your friends yeah. um now there are some really talented people and they get really lucky yeah but if this is something that's in your heart and in your soul and in your mind then it then it's a plan and you, you, know, you have to pray about it mm-hmm. and sometimes a no doesn't mean it's a no forever it could just be not right now do you know that i say that all the time Real? No, you do not. I, I promise. I say it's no for now, but not forever. Yeah. And it makes life so much easier because you feel the pressure of like, oh, I can't tell them no, so I have to do this. Well, I it flipped it around off. to be a positive. So now instead of no, not right now, I just say yes, but, but, not, later. To, but not today. Because <laughs> yes, I'm trying to get today. all that negativity out of my mind. Yes. So can we do this? I'm yes. That down. But not today. It sounds way better than no, not now, right? So yes. And I even say that to my kids now, and they're like, yeah, 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 yes, but not today. Not today. But So it's yes. not a no. I know. I'll tell my girls, if they, Mom, can we do this? I'm like, yes, on Thursday. So you got it. <laughs> Same thing. We sure can. Yeah. On Thursday. And that's where we know we are yes. fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. He does not make mistakes. We are his treasured possessions Mm -hmm. and just like you tell your girls yes Mm -hmm. but on thursday what do you think he's telling us oh that's good he's telling us yes but on thursday Mm. so thursday will come you know oh girl thursday is on its way did you know you were a preacher too i did not (laughs) my kids think i preach a lot yeah but it's i um, love that and you kind of feel it you know part of it is you feel it in here Mm -hmm. when you get excited when you know like he's working and you hear mm-hmm. you hear that voice and just you get these amazing thoughts and these amazing desires and he'll put people in your path and yeah. it sounds you know if you're not a believer people are like yeah 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 but people show up at your door yeah and they're here to help you and you just have to put a That's plan our to story get, it really i mean i haven't yet had to figure out how i can help you you help me every day i'm gonna help you somehow but it's we put we came each other's path two years ago and then then Oh, it keeps and it keeps our our path keeps yeah evolving. Our, our walk is going and and as long as we stay true to what we think he has in front mm-hmm. of us and stay focused yeah and it's really difficult with all the distractions in life mm-hmm. but you have to, and you have to be intentional yeah 
you have to realize there's a lot of sacrifices. And if yeah. you're willing to sacrifice for your passion and your dream, yeah. and it's not easy, and you don't get a lot of yeses, and it and it's it's a lot of hard work, and it's 15-hour days, and it's mm-hmm. missed appointments, and it's missed opportunities, and it's missed parties, yeah. and it's missed sleep, but it drives you. And if you have that drive, mm-hmm. you, you can get there. And yeah. you have to take, if you listen to anybody that's successful, whether it's an athlete or a business owner or a movie star or a record mm-hmm. singer, anybody that's out there, how many no's did they oh, get yeah. before they're here? But they didn't yeah. stop. And that's what you have to keep going. And there's so many, as we were speaking earlier this morning when you showed up, when we were having coffee, how many people do you have at your disposal that are willing to help people? Yeah. And whether you're an entrepreneur whether you want a franchise, whether you just want to volunteer at your children's school. There's yeah. so many people now, and we have access to so many ways to get help, and you just yeah. have to keep trying until you just find the asking. right fit, just like us. Yeah. You know, keep trying until you find the right fit. Yeah, and no is okay. And no is okay. Sometimes yeah. no is a blessing. Think about yeah. all those boys oh, yeah. that told us no, and we're like, oh, my thank goodness. God. Thank Yes. You look on social media, you're like, thank you, oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. So <laughs> you praise those no's yes. because that is yeah. his yes, just not today. And when we push for the no to make it our yes, we just stumble backwards. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as and as we get older and more mature, I think we, we kind of appreciate the no's. They sting a little less. Yeah. And we realize it's for a reason. Yeah. So one of my favorite scriptures is, you know, faith without works is dead. <clears throat> and it's faith. And so, you know, lots of times we can get stuck in that, you know, I believe this is going to happen and this is my dream. So we sit and wait on it. So we have to put on some works. And so that's just kind of the how-to. And you said that one of your questions that you get a lot from women is how did you get started? It Well, you know, I, um, like anybody else, I started with a, with a job. And I and it's it sounds so basic. No, I love that. Good but job. you got to get a job. <laughs> you can't sit at home and wait to make it happen. Yeah. And then... When you're at your job, you have to do that job like you have the next job. So if you're in sales and you want to be a manager, you have to work like you want to be the sales manager. Mm-hmm. And whatever that job is, and if you work for a small business, you have to you have to work like you're the owner of the company. And you have to do your job so well that you're replaceable. Mm-hmm. And that scares a lot of people. Yeah. Every time I had a job, I showed up, I worked and performed like the next position I wanted for. Mm-hmm. And I did it so well that they didn't need me anymore. And then I just kept going. And then with the business, I was fortunate to be in the wholesale industry because I found a job and I went after it. And it took me a while to get it. And I was in the wholesale furniture and accessory industry. Mm -hmm. And that's how I met my husband. And when we first got married, I didn't work with the company. I had another job. And then finally we worked together and it works really well. I do one thing and he does another thing, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And we show up every day and we put a lot of time in it. And mm-hmm. it's not and it's not always great. It's not always glamorous. Yeah. As you show up always with your makeup on and your hair done and your cute shoes. <laughs> it wasn't that way every day. Yeah. And people no. don't understand when event space, space is falling apart and they cancel the event at the last minute or it's raining yeah. and your speakers don't show up. They don't see the don't how. See they just see the now. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to suck it up and go through the hell and put in the long hours. Yeah. And that's when you know that you're ready. And that's when you prove to people that you can do it. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy. And I think just to even touch it on, you have to put in the long hours. That's when you really know, okay, this is not just a hobby. Or if we don't want to put in the long hours and the tears and the, 
then maybe that is just a hobby for you, which we all need hobbies. I Mm -hmm. have hobbies. You need them. It's Mm -hmm. what energizes you. Right. Um, So, yeah, I I think that's so important that um, you do the hard work. And it's not easy. Any business owner is not easy. Any business owner, they're the first one to show up. They're the last one to leave. They're the last one to get paid. Mm -hmm. And they're the most excited to be there. Yeah. So it and it's you know it's when you would do it for no money, and when you're still happy to show up every day. My husband gets up every day at four o'clock. He can't wait to get into the store, and I feel excited every day when I walk through. I just get this jolt yeah. of energy every day when I walk through. And even when furniture didn't arrive, something arrived broken. You know, you lost an employee, whatever. It's still a great day. Yeah. And that's when you still want to get up and do it all over again tomorrow. Yeah. And that's when. And it doesn't matter whether you're selling pizzas, you're selling makeup, you have an event <laughs> business, you're a wedding planner, you own a daycare, whatever it is, when it's your baby and no one, no one, my husband has a saying, no one will rock your baby like you. Yeah. And you have to be prepared. So you have four kids. Yes. And so there's, and they are older. When they're teens. They can. 14 to 17. They can get themselves dressed. Yes. And that's, you know, so there's different seasons, but... What I love that I hear you saying is how early y'all get up. Yeah. There's 24 hours in a day. You can use choose to use them or lose them. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets 24 hours in a day, so don't you dare tell me you don't have time. Mm-hmm. We make time and money for what we want. Yeah. And when people and I don't give excuses. I don't take them very easily. And that's also how you can tell. And you find a way, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially as women. Look at whether you're a mom or a single mom or just a single girl, we find a way to get it done when it's important mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. If it's not important, it kind of sits on the back burner, and that's how you know. And the best thing, whether it's created woman, there's so many people out there will, that want to help and that are willing to help. Yeah. Whether you find somebody that convinced you to write a small business plan, whether someone can talk to you about what they do, whether mm-hmm. you let someone shadow you. Even in high schools now, they're doing shadowing programs for these mm-hmm. kids. There's somebody out there. You just have to be willing to get a couple of no's and to keep trying until someone yeah. opens the door. I want to say one more thing, and then I want to go back to the small business plan that you mentioned because that's what I want to dive into. But you say you make priorities for things, and I've heard you say before that, yes, you get up early. Yes, you own a business. Yes, you have four kids. Your kids are going everywhere. But y'all make dinner a priority. Every night. It's the most one of the most important things. We have four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we cook together every night dinner I would say there's maybe three nights a month we don't have dinner together mm-hmm. and it's whether I've got something we're running too many I kids I need your recipes if you're cooking that fast it's, you, you know I timed it once you can we can make a homemade dinner faster than you can run and go through drive yeah. through and be home and the kids mm-hmm. love it and my husband calls it come chop with pop so they help prepare or they yeah. clean up and mm-hmm. the most beautiful thing about our family dinners is our kids can't wait to share what they did for the day. Mm. How many parents have to ask their kids what they did and they talk over one another and we literally squeeze each other's hands under the table. They start their day like this. I woke up this morning. I had a smoothie for breakfast. When I was on the bus, (laughs) this happened. They go through every class. They go through lunch. They go through Mm -hmm. when they came Mm -hmm. home. They go through chopping with pop. They go through whatever's on their plate and and then the next person goes, what about me? What about me? There's no better gift in our yeah. lives that our teenagers want to tell me what's going on yeah. in their life. That's beautiful. I, yeah. Hey, before we get back to the show, some of you might be wondering what is Created Woman and Gather Her? 
Well, Creative Woman is a nonprofit leadership ministry for women by women based in Austin, Texas, with volunteers and community all over the U.S. Our whole mission is to equip and empower women to be who they are created to be inside and out, and we get to do that in three different ways. First, through our gatherings like our monthly event, Gather Her, that happened the second Thursday in Austin, Texas. Then through our resources, just like this podcast, as well as our weekly online devotionals and our print devotionals that you can purchase to do in a group or individually. And finally, the third way is through mentorship, which is done with our volunteer team throughout the year. So if you have any questions or want to join the movement through volunteering or supporting, check us out at creativewoman.net. And while you're there, be sure to shop the latest CW merch. We'll have all this and more in our show notes so that you don't miss a thing. But for now, let's get back to our show. Okay, so small business plans. Yes, there are nothing small about them. Nothing small about them. Okay, so what's your advice? I'm, I'm just going to ask because I'm in that place. I'm starting out. You're looking. I walked in today and you had already printed my business plan. And I already had thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell someone in my position the first step is? Well, I think the first step is you have to be real. Mm. You know, you have to truly be real and be willing to hear no. And maybe your idea is not so great. Oh. Today. That is today. Today. It might be next Thursday. And you have to make sure that it's, it's a valid, viable business. If you decided you're going to sell widgets, is there a market for widgets? And you have to just be realistic with yourself. Yeah. And then would someone invest in you? Because basically they're investing in you. And do you have what it takes to get someone to give you money? Well, how do you know that? (sighs) Great question. I don't know that you know until you don't know. Mm -hmm. Because how do you know? How did everybody that started a business, look at Microsoft, look at Apple, look at Google, you know, look at Melissa with Grace and Lace. You know, how do you know until someone stands behind you? I like that. I think you have to, there has to be a need in the society mm-hmm. for it, whether it's in your tribe, in your neighborhood, in your world, or your passion to make it happen. Because yeah. everybody sells clothes. You can go anywhere and buy furniture. You can go to any corner and get a cup of coffee. Everybody has a car wash. They're everywhere. But what makes you different and what makes you stand out? Yeah. And it could be something as basic as customer service something as basic as your personality and people relate to your story and want to buy from you mm-hmm. so but you have to find your why and your how yes and that's how you have to get there but then it has to be it could be something at you know <clears throat> I have my passion I have my why I have my how but if you're still just selling a cup of coffee and you're at a don't open it next door to Starbucks right I mean you gotta have some <laughs> you know there's, yeah. there's coffee stores but you it, and it. It, and it takes a lot of planning and a lot of preparation, but you have to be prepared when you're going to go sit in front of a board of people in business suits and there's 20 more people behind you and 20 more people in front of you and they've got $100,000 to lend, how are you going to get your piece of the pie? Mm-hmm. And you have to be prepared to hear some no's. I like what you said, and I heard someone else kind of say it differently this week too, and so I think that's why it resonated with me. Maybe I needed to hear it. Was, how do you know it's all going to work out? You don't. You don't. And so if you wait to start something until, if you wait to start when you have it all figured out, you'll never move, first of all. And then all those things are probably going to change anyway. Yes. It's like waiting to have a baby. (laughs) 
Is there any perfect time to have a child? No, there's really not. I mean, when you think about people like, oh, we're planning for. <laughs> what are you planning for? You're never going to have enough money. Your house is never going to be big enough. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have enough sleep. You're never going to have enough time. Mm-hmm. You're never, never, never. And then you have this baby. And it's amazing. And it's the best thing that ever happened to you. And a business is kind of the same. It's another mm-hmm. child. It's needier, it's more expensive, and you lose mm-hmm. more sleep, if that's possible. But mm-hmm. you have to figure it out, and it's, it's, there's no magic bullet, but you have to be, it's, there's so many pieces of the pie to make a small business work. When they walk in your doors or click on your website, you have to grab hold of them. And I think value, <clears throat> giving something somebody for value, why you take their time, and you gotta have the story. And why would I wanna yeah. buy yours over someone else? You gotta have the story. And as humans and as Christians, we want to help. We want to give back. That we yeah. want to be moved, mm-hmm. and that's what what draws us to the story. Yeah. And then you have to just be ready, and you have to be ready to take. And there's so many critics out there, but you just have to stay focused and keep praying about it. Yeah. So you mentioned, is there a market? How do you find that out? It's testing the waters, um, and then maybe you open your business and it's successful the first year, but you have to be willing to change. Because times change, That's style really change, good. people change, and you have to stay. Think about people that sold waterbeds. Are waterbeds re- relevant today? <laughs> I like how your analogy is the furniture. <laughs> That's what I know, right? But waterbeds, futons, yeah, they're not relevant today. Everything has a season. Very mm. few things stay, whether it's coffee. Look at the coffee industry yes. 20 years ago. Well, we right. paid six bucks for a cup of coffee no way. twice a day. I mean, if we're, you know what I mean? Like yes. that you have to stay relevant and you have to stay current. And that's where you can't get too comfortable. Mm. You know, what's the, there's a saying about um, a frog in a boiling pot or something. Yeah. Like, you know, like if it's in a slow temperature, he it'll cook it. Yeah. So you have to, but you have to stay relevant and you have to be, you can't get too comfortable in your own skin and you have to stay with the time and with the trends and whatever it is. And it changes. The furniture industry is always changing. And you just have to just be confident in what you know and who you are, too. It's a, it's yeah. a really nice mix. You also can't have too many outside influences mm. because everybody tries to make it about them. Explain that. So within our store, my store has a personality. Everybody that comes in wants to change it. You have to kind of know what you know and be true to yourself. So that kind of contradicts what I just said, but not really. You have to know your business and know your customer and know your area Mm -hmm. and not let anyone else take that away from you. And you get real easy. You always think somebody knows better than you. Satan is really good about getting in our minds and telling us we're not good enough, we're not smart enough. But when you can get it to the point that you've opened the doors and you have a business, that's where you have to go back to, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I didn't do this on my own and he helped me and I've got to stand true and you're going to get tested whether you have a bad month, you have a bad season, you have a bad design, mm-hmm. you also have to be willing to fail. Mm-hmm. We bought some things into the store that are horrible. And we're mm-hmm. like, what were we thinking? But if you're also not trying and growing, you're not keeping up and you're not moving forward. Yeah. I like how you talk about the personality. And one of the examples you've used that I've heard you use before is how um, the music. Mm-hmm. In our store. Uh-huh. And we, how new employees would want to change the music. We, we play really funky, jazz, bluesy. It's got a very eclectic style to the music. I call it Stevie Ray Vaughan music, it which totally I love. Is. It is. And um, it's my it's our own playlist. Uh-huh. People ask for copies of it, and we laugh. We're like, this is what we play at home when we're yeah. chopping with pop. But every employee, I would say 
nine out of ten come in and they want to change the music. It should be more spa. It should be more Austin. It should be more country. It should be more jazz. It should be more this. Yeah. And it, no, it, it should not be. The store mm-hmm. has a personality and your business will have a personality. Mm-hmm. We actually have people who come in just to listen to the music. Really? I'm not, yeah, they'll bring friends in. I had a lady in yesterday. Her mom was in from Florida. She wanted to show them her mom the store and listen to the music. And they just wow. walked around and just toured the store and hung out for a while and had a cup of coffee. So you have to be true to yourself. Yeah. And it's really hard I because like you get tired and you want help. Because you can follow the trend, like you say, and be relevant. But the foundation... But you can't be too trendy. Yeah. So it's like I contradict myself. Yeah. But you can't be too trendy. You have to be true to who you are. Yeah. But constantly changing and growing. Yeah. To feed your... Because to, water beds. <laughs> if I opened up a waterbed store, I don't think I would get very far with yeah. it today. No. But you are opening a second store. Yes. And so how do you know, say someone's listening yes. and they are in the position that they've grown their company, their business to scale, and it's time to go bigger. It's a market. You have to know your market. You have to know your area. So for us, um, we only, people are really going to drive so far to find you. Now we do get people, you know, we're in Dallas, we're in Houston and I ship, I've been fortunate enough to ship all over, but there's a need for it in other parts of Austin. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't need furniture in the city of Austin? So we're yeah. also in the perfect it's the city. fastest growing city. Yes. <laughs> so we're in the market is right for it. The timing is mm-hmm. right for it. Our furniture style is right for it. Our price point is right for it. Mm-hmm. Everything is right for it. So, you know, we're in the right city for it. And we know that where we're looking to build, there's not another furniture store out there. So mm-hmm. we kind of know we've done research and it's been two years. How did you do research? Um, we surveyed our customers. So that was kind of number one. We surveyed our customer base and we started asking customers questions. And customers that came from that area, we would specifically search them out and ask them questions. Why did you drive to us? What made you come here? What made us different? And then when people come in and they said, oh, I bought here, I bought there, it was just very sincere. It wasn't, why did you not pick for me? But what made you buy there in front of instead of me? Mm -hmm. And when people leave our store and they don't buy, we try to shake their hand, thank them for coming in, and ask them what we didn't do. Mm. What Clearly, we didn't do something right. What could I have done better? Mm. Because you left here without something. And then maybe it was inventory. Maybe no one asked them that. Sometimes yeah. they say, oh, I want this and this, and I have it in the store. Sometimes, whatever, maybe they're yeah. running to church. Maybe they already had everything. But you don't know if you don't ask. Yeah. And why not ask from the people that are inside your own building? Yeah. And that was one of the reasons we decided to build another location was from the feedback. I like that. I'm running down. That's why, I mean, you're mentoring me all the time. Wow. So how do you, you know, I'm I'm a big believer, obviously, in having people around you, mentorship. Who are you, who do you keep around you to make you stay as grounded as you are? I keep a very, well, number one, my husband probably is the biggest influence in my life. Mm -hmm. He is so strong, so driven, always been successful, Mm -hmm. and the most humble, kindest man ever. And then we have a group of friends that we travel with, we shop with, we buy with, and we just encourage each other. Mm -hmm. We bounce ideas off of one another. So like-minded. Like-minded, same industry. Yeah. Um, And they've been doing it longer than we have. Oh, so yeah. that's nice to have them. And they're in a different um, state. They're in Arizona. They have an amazing store. How did y'all meet? So how do you meet these people? He, my husband used to sell to them when they had their first mm. small store 
20 years ago. Oh, wow. And then when he decided to open his own store, he started reaching out to people to ask questions. What would you do? What would you do? And they've been amazing. So that we've, we're partners, but we're not par- partners. And um, they help yeah. me. Anytime we have questions, we reach out to them. And we travel. We just went to Indonesia together last mm-hmm. summer. We travel to India together. We go to market together. We buy together. We design together. Oh, wow. It's it's amazing. And I it's nice it. to have that like-minded support. Yeah. The people are in the same industry. And I think most people, if they're genuine, they don't mind sharing. They don't feel mm-hmm. that you're competition. I think locally owned competition is so healthy. Yeah. And when you're secure in what you're doing, what a better way and what a bigger compliment than someone to walk in your door and go, tell me, how, how, can, how did I get started? How can you help me? Mm-hmm. Where would I buy? Where should I go? And yeah. I have people like that, fortunately, in my corner that help me. Yeah. So we've got, you have to be real. Yes be okay with hearing no and there has to be a need you have to have a story you have to have a story so that fuels your passion Mm -hmm. and then be willing to change and be around like-minded people and be willing to fail did we say that oh you did say that that's a a big one because you will but what happens if you fail you get up and you do it again at the same thing so how do you know if this is a failed business or a failed you know to do I think I think that's a great question, and I think if it's a failed business, you just kind of know because you're bankrupt on every level. You're mm-hmm. mentally bankrupt. You're financially bankrupt. That's good. You know, there's not, there's nobody coming in your doors, and if you're getting honest feedback from friends and family yeah. and mentors, and they're telling you, I like this idea, but this isn't going, and you still go with it, yeah. when you're going to the small business people or the you know, the women's groups and every mentor is telling you this probably isn't the best idea. Maybe you try it like this. They're casually telling you that's not probably the best idea. Mm-hmm. If you still keep going and it fails, you maybe should have listened to them. Yeah. You know, because they've done it for a reason. Yeah. And there, there's so many people in the city of Austin and there's so many people willing. There's so, You open up your computer and Google and so many people want to help and want to give back. Yeah. Where do you find those people? Google. <laughs> Google is amazing. Yeah, Google is amazing. And you've you've talked about a couple of people that Mm -hmm. that you've reached out to that help you. And there's Mm -hmm. and for women, there's so many women's groups here. I mean, we're so fortunate. And you can't be afraid to show up or be intimidated. It's hard Mm -hmm. to walk in the door to be alone. But I think if you're in the right group, you just find it so warm and so embracing, and they want to help. Yeah. If they're not wanting to help, it's the wrong group. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask a couple of hard questions. At least they are for me. Okay. Because we're in the park. So if you know you have a business, yeah, that funding, it's like the word that makes me want to throw up. Mm-hmm. And you were in this position of having to get a lot of funding. And when I told you, I'm only, we're only looking for this much, you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> That's it? Oh, my goodness. Because your business is going so crazy. Like, like, it's wow, not compared. girl, you've got it. You know, you have to be, you can't be. Fun the F word. Yeah, the fun can, I was going to say, fun cannot be a four-letter word. It can't. Um, mm. You just have to. You have to ask for it. You have to Wait be up. like everywhere. You have to let people know I need X amount of dollars. Hi, my name's Heather. I'm looking for a small business loan, and this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Because if it's gonna be a no, move on. Yeah. And they're gonna be some no's, but if it's gonna be a yes, and you never know who you say it to that says, you know what, I'm in a business networking group, and this bank is looking for wow. ten entrepreneur, ten small business women and that's their budget and you fit their budget you need to it needs to be loud and proud said. yeah that's really good it needs good. to be a logo on your shirt 
I I need fifty grand. You in, you out. You know, what's you, those, in, you in, you out. You in, you out. What are those dating, that quick dating where you get five minutes in a buzz? Five minutes in a buzz. You know, your elevator pitch. The elevator pitch, yes. Hey, that's really good. An elevator pitch for funding. I'm writing that one down too. Do you remember the elevator commercial that was like, I lowered my cholesterol today or whatever? It was an old commercial and I think it was, I lowered my cholesterol. Anyway, you need to be in the elevator. I need $50,000. <gasps> Hi, I'm Heather. I need, and I just pulled that number out of yeah, the air. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't need that much. You just but need to start asking. Yeah. Because when we started looking, I we probably got 10 referrals of banks. Mm. Oh my gosh, call this guy. Oh my gosh, go to this bank. Oh, go here. This bank's amazing. This guy funded my business. This guy funded my business. And it starts to pour into you. We met a couple on a mission trip that owned a local um, company here that was very successful. And they became dear friends of ours. They're, they... Um, We've gone on mission trips with them. We work on a local charity with them. They fostered a sibling group of four. Mm. So they've been very helpful with me with my new guy. And he introduced us to his banker. We have another guy that we met wow. um, at market. He's extremely successful in the Austin area. He sent us his banker. But they didn't know until we started yeah. saying, here's what we're thinking about doing. Here's what we're doing. And it was like, we all have, call my yeah. nail girl, go see my hair guy, go see this yeah. guy, go get your shoes here. It's the same thing. Why do you think it's so, I mean, I know for me why, but why do you think people are in general, when we're starting a business, that part of it, the funding is so scary? Well, I think um, no one wants to have to ask for money. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to ask. We've been taught you don't ask for money, you pay your own way. Mm -hmm. Especially when we're strong and we've always supported ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, it's a four-letter word. We don't want to be told no. Yeah. So I think it's a combination. It's probably harder for women maybe than men to ask yeah. for it. Yeah, I think so. For some reason. And it's in it, strong women mm -hmm. because I can do it. And maybe if I'm asking I'm a failure and we're not, fail and fund are two different two different F words. Mm -hmm. And let's let's just get rid of it and start yeah. asking for people. That's and, so good. And asking confidently, I'm going to allow you to invest in my company. Do you want to hear my pitch? I'm going to allow you to help me yeah. grow. Do you want to hear my pitch? Instead of going, would you, I'm going to allow you. You know what I'm going to do for you today? Tomorrow at 2, are you free? Because I'm going to allow you to hear my business plan and see what you think. Girl, that's a drop the mic moment right Woo! here. <laughs> that's awesome. Start owning it because you're going to allow investors. And here's what's interesting. When my husband first opened the business, um, got a lot of no's. Mm -hmm. Two years in, oh my gosh. Would you want a franchise? Oh my gosh, you want to move here. Oh my gosh, you want to move here. And so mm. hold your head, know, know what you know yeah. and be proud of it. And don't you dare let anyone tell you. And you walk in in every meeting. You didn't want to invest. Okay, next. Right. I'm going to allow you to hear my pitch. And I think, because I have just been feeding my own self with podcasts of business owners um, because I need that reassurance all the time because this is new territory. I've been feeding myself. And what I liked hearing about um, someone else's story is that every time they heard a no, it was they looked at each time they went in to pitch as an opportunity to practice. It, it's like interviewing for a job. Yeah. I tell people, go interview. Go interview. Go inter If you're headhunted, mm -hmm. you go interview because it's great training. It's like mm -hmm. dating, you know? Yeah. No, you're a no, you're a no, no. until you get your yes, <laughs> right? No, yeah. So go date some business loans, you know, yeah. go go interview them, but yes. don't you dare let anybody steal your thunder. And so what if they tell you no? It's just yes, 
but not today. Well, there, these are so many nuggets that I'm taking away with. I think my biggest one is elevator pitch my funding. Elevator pitch your funding. I love that. Because every time you go to an event, you need to, hi, my name's Heather. Hey, Heather, tell me a little bit about what you do. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you asked. Here's what I do. I have this, and we're in the process. And where are you right now? We're in the process of looking for funding. Yeah. I'm looking for a building. I'm looking for funding. End of story. Because you are. And just mm-hmm. be proud of it. Yeah. And then you're going to get your yes. I then it's it. going to be Thursday. Then it's going to be Thursday. It's going to be yes. your Thursday. That's it. Good stuff, right? Good stuff, Melissa. Okay, yeah. here's the fun questions as we wrap up. I love fun questions. Yeah. We have two fun questions. Okay. Uh, so, one is, what is your God-sized dream? What is your next one? You, I'm sure you have many, but what is your next God-sized dream? I'm almost afraid to say it out loud. Um, there's there's um, a minister that I listen to his um, his his sermons and podcasts and he always fills me up and it's so interesting you know you turn it on and you're like coincidence I think not yeah and um I love mentoring and I love the fact that we helped Nick and there's so many more that I want to help and give back to Mm -hmm. and um he said pray to God make you famous in your own industry so you have funding to give back and, I, mm-hmm. and you struggle as Christians going, ah, famous in my own industry. I don't want to be famous. Yeah. But I think he meant to make your business successful. Right. So our business is so successful. Number one, I want to open more stores. That's mm-hmm. been, I have a number in mind, um, and I want to open more stores. But that we get so successful that I don't have to be there day to day. That I'm able to go out and I'm fostering. Um, I've, been, I've, I've already met with two women that their families have thought about fostering teens Mm -hmm. and they asked me and I told them the good, the bad, and the ugly because who better to talk about it than someone who's living it. Right. So that's where I would like to be able to give back. So that's to me. mm -hmm. And my husband and I would love, he actually adopted kids when he was 20. Really? Whole nother story. But he's been doing it his entire life. Yeah. So he's like, some people bring home pets, we bring home kids. I love that. And we hope that this is one of many, if God allows, and if it's the right fit for our family. Mm-hmm. And so my God-sized dream is that the business takes off enough where he and I can fill our hearts with, you know, with, with the love that we have for these kids. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, so since we are a faith and fashion organization, yes. what is, and you are so fashionable. Oh, you're sweet. All the you. time. It doesn't matter what you, I mean, you're just so cute and perfect all the time. Even even today, when you're you say you're casual, you're still super super cute. I love it. So, what is your favorite either either fashion trend in the moment, or what you cannot leave the house without? Well, I don't know who started the messy bun, mm-hmm. but girl, and I, you know, to me it was some old granny, and then we made fun of her for years, and now I can't live without yep. it. So my dry shampoo and messy bun with four kids. <laughs> yeah. So that is that is my favorite thing. Yeah. And I don't know that that I'm trendy. I don't know that yeah. I I'm trendy. You don't have but to be. I I cannot live without high heels. Yeah. I just cannot. You I wear them with yeah. everything. I with my Lululemons with my shorts. So mm-hmm. I'm messy bun and high heels and lip yeah. gloss. And it's I all you need. It's all I need. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thank God. I, yeah. That those things are trendy or yeah. if or in style or maybe they're I out say, of style. If but you put your hair in a ponytail with some with some red lipstick, you look like you put an effort in. Yes. And throw it doesn't a pair need of heels. much. You Girl. don't need much. And then you've got your you're ready to pitch your elevator for uh, that's, that's all you need. <laughs> that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so no, much. Thank you for coming over. I appreciate our time. That's awesome.
Yeah. So don't forget, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, yeah. and we are his treasured possession. So go find your Thursday. That's it. Right? ladies. I hope you enjoyed your time today. And if you want more, head over to creativewoman.net or follow us on social media for a dose of faith and fashion every Tuesday and Thursday with our weekly online devotionals. Also, we would love to meet you face to face at our monthly event called Gather Her. At Gather Her, you'll find a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose and explore our faith. It's a special evening where you can connect with your girl tribe, meet other dream launcher friends, and it's absolutely free. Well, all right, friends, if you like the show, help others find us too by hitting the subscribe button and giving us a review. Plus, you'll be the first to know when a new episode is available. Well, thanks for listening today. I hope it inspired you to take a dream step towards your guide-sized dream and share your story too. This has been the Creative Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Heather Frierson.